for me to get it done is if capturing opportunities, a series I'm in, I'm going to continue it for a few more weeks. It's really a series I talked about mama some in this. Last week we did soldiering on and what it is to be a soldier and to capture that opportunity to be strong and courageous. Message today in the same line of thinking. Here it is. Different subject matter. Jesus said for this series, pop it up, back it up, back it up, back it up. And he called ten servants. He delivered them ten pounds. Jesus said unto them, say it with me. What? Occupy till I come. It means capture opportunities I set before you. Occupy till I come means capture the opportunities I've set before you. Reach people for Christ. Preach the gospel. Be instant in season, out of season. Go in all the world. Make disciples. I've called you to do this. Occupy till I come. Take what you have that I've given you, and you turn it into gain for me. Amen? Because I am at the right hand of God the Father, ever living to pray for you. Okay? So you can do it. You can make it. We can accomplish this goal of reaching people, of turning the world upside down, seeing people not go to hell. That was the gist of this. Amen? So we've been putting some messages on that little phrase, occupy till I come. Today, say that with me. Here's our title. Say it with me. Give your best for... Now help me now. Come on, look up. Here we go. Come on. Got to do church. Here we go. There you go. I saw y'all slouching. Mystic, I saw. Did you work last night? Yeah, then you ain't got no reason to sleep with it. Come on. No, I'm just playing. She won't sleep in. Here we go. One more time. Give your... For who? That's, that's the deal here. If I didn't pastor this church, this is one of the messages I would go on the road and preach. And I don't think I'd have any trouble making a living doing it. Because this is, this is my wheelhouse. Alright? So if you want to learn today, that's not trying to be arrogant. Listen to me, I know it all. I'm just saying, the Lord has helped me know this one. You understand? An excuse making, you have the opportunity to give your best to other people. Regardless of what's happened in your life, you can do amazing things for other people. Okay? So let's just look at it, unpack it. Let's go, Raj. Oh, my gosh. What are these people? Well, I'm a lunatic. This is Charles Whitmock to the left. He was our former drummer. He's a friend of mine. He helped us at the high school for years. He has six children with Ashley. I know, six little kids. And he himself has never grown up. How many know Charles would agree with that? Is that the truth? That's an understatement, isn't it? And so Charles will go. He's an architect. He goes with me sometimes to Carolina. We'll work on a house. We'll spend some time together. People can't even believe I do that with him, okay? But uh, I told this boy right here, I told that one in the middle on the bottom, son, you'll go with us sometime, and I'll take you with me. And then we, Charles said, it would probably be better to take two. So then that's the oldest one right there, the oldest boy. That's Jaden right there. So I took Jaden. And so last Sunday, we were going on a road trip with Pastor Gary. I have lost my mind. How many know these children? Do you know these children? How many would say without being ugly to them, these are crazy children? You know it. But I'm crazy. I'm grown, but I'm still crazy. So anyway, so we get back to the house last Sunday after the barbecue, and I'm ready to grow. grow. The truck is packed. We're going to go to North Carolina. We're going to go four, 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 four guys here, the four guys and me, amen, and we're going to go have us a, a guy trip. 
and I'm going to put them to work raking the yard or something in a little place I got in care. We'll find something to do. We're going to eat along the road like I do. That's the fun part. Amen. So anyway, when I get in the truck, there's that other sucker over there. And they said, we got to take him. And he looked, he's had his bags packed for like what? For three days. So here's Pastor Gary with Crazy Charles and his lunatic children. You know what? Was it easy? I don't cuss anymore. No, it wasn't easy. Was it memorable? Oh, yeah. I felt like I was in a frat house for like three days. You know the smells? That's what it smelled like. I'm telling you what. And every 45 minutes, here it is. No, I got to pee. <laughs> so much for women having the problems. Here's the point. Why did I put those pictures up? Those boys will never forget the trip they had with the preacher. I did that because I could. If you peel the onion back and get, say, Gary, did you really want to do that? If you get to my right mind, it would have probably said, no, no. But you're, you'd be amazed what you can do with the Lord's help. And I'm, again, I'm not trying to brag. It was just something I just did. I just got home thirsty with them. And I'm not saying you do that. But if I can do that with three crazy children and a crazy father, then you can do it for your neighbor. Did you hear me or not? I'm not saying take them on a road trip. How about take them to the doctor? How about do something for them? How about care for people? Amen. They matter. And it's not just the old people that matter. Kids matter. Say that with me. Kids matter. What's wrong with us when we retire? You get older and all of a sudden you don't like kids anymore. I don't want kids around me. You're wrong. Jesus said, let little children come unto me. Don't forbid them the kingdom. If he said it, you should say it. Amen or oh me. So anyway... I just wanted those pictures up there to let you see that this past week I put this into living color. Amen. And I'm sure when they look at this message and meet the things I said about them, they're going to want to go and, you know, because I wasn't very nice. I did love them, though. Did I say that? I didn't say that, did I? I did at Wendy's on the way back. I sat at a table with, at Wendy's with them. And here they were, one, two, three, four, and then me. And I looked at him. I said, I just want you all to know we're almost home. And I said, I want you to know I hate you. I hate you. I said, I don't hate you like I want you to go to hell. No. But I still hate you. And I said, we'll never have a trip like this again ever. This will never happen again. It was fun. It was fun. We had a good time. Amen. And I put them to work. But it was a lot of fun. You know what? It gave me some vitality to do something like that. So getting out with other people is a good thing. So here's the message. Now, that was just fun at the beginning. How can I give my very best for others? Now we got to fly. Here it is. It's something I came up with years ago. 
I'm sure I had help along the years. I can't remember. I wrote it. But best, B-E-S-T, if you want to give your best to people, to others, this is real fast. Bless other people. What does that mean? Speak up. It means to speak up. The idea of the word bless is well words, well words, well words. Speak well words into other people's lives. Speak up words to other people's lives. That's not down words. You know the difference between up words and down words? Say. Bless words and curse words? Say. If you want to bless other people, you need to learn to speak up words. The Bible word, it, it literally means well words. Speak that into people's lives. Number two. So speak up. Number two, E, encourage. Encourage. That means to do what? Build up. It actually, the word encourage actually means this. Pump courage into somebody. Pump it into them. Fill them with courage. In courage. In courage. Put courage into somebody. This is how you give your best to others. Are y'all hearing me? Have I lost you so far? So bless them. Speak up to them. Positive. Encourage them. Pump courage into them. They need it. Little girl, like I said, I don't know if I told, came over to me yesterday at McDonald's. She was so down. She needed encouragement. And she came to me because she thought she could. And I didn't want to put her down. Call her a baby for going through problems? No, I wanted to pump her up with courage. Amen or oh me? S, your best. B-E-S-T, you ought to write this down. You ought to have it in your pocket. You ought to know this. Best, it's not that hard. Sacrifice. What does that mean? Give up. Give up to other people. Give up to other people. Offer yourself to others. As a sacrifice. Offer yourself to others. What do you want out of me? I don't want anything. I just want to be here. I want to give to you. How about an argument? Did you know what? You can lose that argument. It's okay. Say. Why have I got to have the last word like my eighth grade teacher told me? You always got to have the last word, Gary. That's who I was. I need to learn to sacrifice. I need to learn I don't have to have the last word, that they matter enough for me to keep my mouth shut sometimes. Amen? And offer myself as a sacrifice. Give my time. Give of myself to other people. Are we learning so far? Yes or no? Like I said, it's one of my best things I do. It's one of my favorite things I do. B-E-S-T. What's the T? Touch. Touch. Step up. The word touch means come into close contact with others. It means come into close contact with. Some people say, well, I don't like to be hugged. I don't like to be touched. Well, then you're different than really you were created to be. And this isn't just the preacher talking. This is, this is medical science talking. A touch is healing. A touch is comforting. Actually, people can be having panic attacks and spells and somebody can just touch them and it can calm them down. I went and saw the Avengers the other night. If, if I hadn't suffered enough all week, when I got home, I said, I need to go do something with Kim and the girls. Let's go, girls. Like a lunatic. 
And so I surprised them. They really aren't into the Avengers. They're 8 and 10. It's probably 11 now, Abby. Might be a little more than they, they're used to seeing. I don't know. There was a little bit of cussing in it. I explained to them that's how the world talks. That's not how we talk, but that's how the world talks. But it wasn't a lot. And, uh, but I took them to the Avengers and, and a touch is handy sometimes. Cause in this movie, Thor has gained a lot of weight. How many saw the movie? Thor has gained a lot of weight, man. He's got a big pot belly, man. It is hilarious. And he's depressed because of the last battle they lost and, and half the planet has been destroyed and he's gone to drinking. And, uh, so anyway, they, he volunteers for the mission. They're going to go back and they're going to go back in time and save the planet, etc. And so what happens? It's about go time and Thor has a panic attack. And he just starts crying. This is a guy that can get lightning bolts. And I mean, it's a strong fellow, okay? But uh, anyway, he starts crying. All of a sudden, I don't know, is it a raccoon or something? Quit oh. spoiling it for all of us that haven't seen I it. I could care less. I'm not spoiling. I'm telling you one part. He hauls off and knocks a snot out of him. Rocket. So a touch, a touch sometimes can help people. Did you hear me? But really, guys, touching, step up and touch. Not talking about unwanted touching. Nothing like that. Don't be crazy. I'm saying that handshake, that pat on the back, that when somebody is hurting, that arm around them. That's not hard, is it, guys? So how do you give your best? How do you give your best? Bless, speak up. Encourage, build up. Sacrifice, as sacrifice, give up. T, touch, come in close contact with others. That means to step up. Step up to do it. Well, they're not sticking their hand out to me. So, yep, when you do this, you know, that that is that. Amen. I was yesterday at McDonald's on another situation. Same trip. Even though I did go twice. But anyway, that's another story. Guy walks in. He's high up in the high school administration. And he caught a glimpse of my eye a long way away. And I waved at him. And so then he started coming at me. I went, no, 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 you're good. He looked like he was busy. And you know what? He came all the way over there and stuck his hand out and shook my hand. You know why? Because he thought he could. Did you hear me or not say we give off a welcome to people to say, I want to touch you, I want to hug you, I want to hold you, I want to reach out to you. It's a beautiful thing. Now let's keep going. Just talking this morning. How can I give my best to others? Well, we need to be teachable. You need to get to the place where I haven't learned this all down pat yet. I can do this. Like even right now, I can hear Pastor Clark. I can learn something. That man might know much, might not know much, but he knows this. I learned it from my mom, a lot of it, who was a drunk, but she was a waitress. You seen these waitresses who can just get it all done, amen, say. And they get the plates there, and they can do it. That was my mama. And got the tips, the big tip, that was mama. And little did I know, I learned some of this from mama. Be teachable. Say, I can learn. I, 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 can, I can conform. I can do this. So we need to be teachable. Keep looking. I admit I don't know it all. So when it comes to reaching out to people, i got to be teachable. Keep going. Push me. Number two, we need to be vulnerable. Say that with me. Be what? Vulnerable. I can lose. Sometimes when you try to help people, it won't work. 
Most of the times it does. Most of the times it does. But you got to be vulnerable. I can lose. I can get out of my comfort zone. I'm just not used to pastor reaching out to people. I'm not used to talking to people. I'm not used to... Listen, you're going to lose sometimes. Most of the times you're going to win, ain't you, sweetie? Come on. You're going to win. It's going to be great. But you got to be vulnerable. you got to make that effort. Amen. So be vulnerable. I'll let my guard down. Oh, if you've got that, don't talk to me. I don't want to talk to you. Good chance ain't too many people going to do it. Now let that guard down. Say let that guard down. Let that, let that guard down. We're talking about capturing opportunities. Opportunities are all out here. Why don't I have friends? Why is my marriage not better? Why do my children and me not get along? Listen, a lot of it's right here, guys. Are you hearing me? It's right here on the screen. You can do this. How can we reach more people in the summertime to come to Fellowship Church? Right here. This is how we do it. Right here. Number three, be approachable. Be approachable. Learn to lean in toward people. Now, I'm not talking about just walk like this all your life. It's an attitude. It's an aura that you give off that leans in, that cares, that all of a sudden your hands start doing this. The step starts to move this way towards them. Not like, you know, I've got to meet somebody new. <laughs> no, reach out to these people. I can lean in. I can convey care. That's the idea. I can convey what? Care and concern for other people. People will let you care for them because they think you will. But if they don't think you will, then they won't. How do they think I will? Do I give them a card? I care for people. That's what we want to do in the church. We want to get a little new card made. That's what we want to do. That's not how life works. Life doesn't work with a business card. Life works with your life working and doing this and getting out there and Loving people. That's why we say at fellowship, we love Jesus and we love who? People. People. This is who we are. Okay? So be approachable. But you've got to do what? Say that with me. I've got to do what? I've got to what? I've got to humble myself. Generally speaking, people don't have a problem coming to others who are humble. Okay? So humble yourself. Now, this is real fast stuff. I'm not even to where I'm really going to finally be. What time is it? You're killing me. Be readable. Be readable. What does that mean? Be readable. I can love. My actions correspond. Say it with me. With my what? My. And my. That's where a lot of husbands get in trouble. They want to be all touchy with their wife. But their words and their face hasn't caught up with their hands. Did you hear me? But that's the way people are. We just don't tell people, I love you. Well, you look like you're meaner than a snake. You know, no, I'm telling you, we need to be readable, guys. Amen, say. Nothing wrong. If you really want to give your best to others, stand in front of a mirror and smile. Reach that hand out to that mirror. I know it sounds like I'm a goofy person. Good, you do it your way. This is what I do. I did it in the bathroom just a few minutes ago before I walked in this room. I looked into that mirror and smiled into that mirror. 
And I said, here we go. That's what I did. That's not fake. That's me making the extra effort to do a better job. Do you all hear me or not? Yes or no? This is good stuff, guys. Help you in your career. Help you anywhere. Want it, chief. Why do some people get elevated to leadership and others don't? Because they have this. Yes or no? Amen. Say. I don't know why I was passed over. You are passed over because you don't know why you were passed over. Keep looking. Be readable. I'll control myself. Say that with me. I'll what? You can control your face and your mouth. That's called a fruit of the what? Spirit. Temperance. Absolutely. So, now here's three killers that keep me from doing this. Three killers from the Scripture. Three killers. We're going to some Bible now. And the Lord said, I'm sorry i got to rush, but we have communion. Here we go. And the Lord said, Jesus speaking, Whereunto shall I liken the men of this generation to what they're like? They're like children sitting in the marketplace. And calling one to another saying, We piped! And you didn't dance. We've mourned. <laughs> and you didn't cry with us. For John the Baptist came neither eating bread nor drinking wine. And you said, he's got a devil. Because he ate locusts and wild honey. didn't eat like you. You said he was of the devil. The son of man, you say he's come eating and drinking. And you call him a gluttonous man. A wine bibber, a friend of... Publicans and sinners, low-life losers, and then last verse, but wisdom is justified of all our children. Now, if you read that real quick, you might go, what in the world does that got to do with what Clark's talking about? Here's three killers to you giving your best. It's right there. Three killers to giving your best. Number one. Number one killer is this one. You don't respond like I expect you to. When we reach out to other people, and we don't get the response that we expect. Don't act like a big baby. Okay? I brought you some donuts and or a cupcake or some piece of pie, and you didn't jump up and down and say I was the greatest person on the planet. I didn't know you did it for me to tell you you're the greatest person on the planet. I thought you did that as unto the Lord. Did I lose you on that? This is, a, this is a killer in relationships all the time. People do, and they don't get the response they want, so they just take their stuff and go home. They act like big babies. This is what Jesus said. Number two, that's what they said. We piped and you didn't dance. Number two, you're not at all like I am. So number one, childish. Number two, judgmental. What's a killer to us reaching out to people? It's when we judge them. That's what they, that Jesus said of John the Baptist. No man greater born among women than John the Baptist. That's what he said. You know what the Pharisees, religious leaders, said about John the Baptist? He's got a devil. You know why he said, they said he had a devil? Because he ate locusts and wild honey and he dressed funny. Guys, we do it in the church all the time. We judge people. And we wonder why we don't have friends. We wonder why there's people not coming to church. Because we judge them. When I say give your best to people, what's going to kill you doing that is you looking down your nose at them, you judging them. Yes or no? Did you hear me or not? Number three. I'm right. You're wrong. 
That's hard to make friends like that, isn't it? Yes or no? I want to be your friend. I'm right, you're wrong. Let's go out. How about let's not? Listen, the, the last verse Jesus says, wisdom is justified of itself. Listen, guys, we justify ourselves. And uh, it causes us not to have friends and it causes us not to have relationships. And we don't need to give off that air that I'm right and you're wrong. We need to give off the air that I'm humble. Amen. Say. And that you matter and you have value. Say that with me. That you what? And you have what? One more time. That you what? And you have value. And you matter to me. Amen. So those are some killers. And the last thing is this. If I'm going to give my best for others... I cannot have childish expectations, I cannot be judgmental, and I cannot justify myself. If I want to give my best to others, if I want to have a better marriage, if I want to have a better work environment, if I want to do better with my clients, whatever it is, guys, this is Jesus speaking. This is some strong, good stuff. Amen? Say. Now, last thing. What time is it? 20 till? Okay, lie to me. It's 20 till. Anyway, here we go. Last thing I want to do, Raj, I'll just go through it as quick as you can probably push this. Jesus now lives out the truth that he just told us in living color. This is the scriptures, guys, in living color. When he gave this little talk, one of the religious, excuse me, phonies, was standing there, a Pharisee, and desired Jesus that he would come to his house and eat. And what, you know why, you know why the Pharisee thought he'd ask Jesus to his house? Guess why? Because he thought Jesus might what? Might go. See that? See that how Jesus gave that off? Yes or no? Will you come eat at my house? So Jesus went to the Pharisee's house and he sat down at the table. I mean, these are people that hated Jesus. But Jesus still went right into that situation. That's beautiful. Keep looking. In living color. Keep going. And behold, a woman in the city which was a sinner, prostitute... When she knew that Jesus sat at meat in the Pharisee's house, she brought an alabaster box of ointment right into this house. She stood at Jesus' feet behind him, weeping, crying, began to wash his feet, Jesus' feet with her tears, wiped them with the hairs of her head, kissed his feet, and anointed Jesus' feet with ointment. Why would a prostitute come into a place she knows she's not welcome, a Pharisee's house, and, and get on her knees and, her, and, her, and just fall out before Jesus' feet and cry and anoint his feet. Why would she do that to Jesus' feet? You know why? Because she thought she could. Did you hear me or not? See, Jesus gave his best before he ever went to that house. You understand? Am I losing you? I'm, do, I'm going quick, but am I losing you? She thought she could come. Even to a place where she knew she'd be treated like crap. Excuse me. It's amazing when you care for people, the, the courage you can give them. Did I, did I lose you on that? Now when the Pharisee which had invited him saw what happened, he spoke within himself saying, this man Jesus, if he were a prophet, he would have known who it was, this woman who's a prostitute that's touching him, for she's a prostitute. But he doesn't say it out loud. He says it inside himself. I wonder if it showed up on his face. I wonder if he's like, you know how we look disgusted sometimes? I guarantee it showed up all over his face, even though he didn't say anything outside. 
Keep going. He didn't respond like Jesus expected. So, so he judged Jesus. He was right and Jesus was wrong. Do you see how this is living out right in the passage? Yes or no? And Jesus answered this Pharisee, this phony. His name was Simon. This isn't Peter. Just another guy named this. I got someone that, somewhat to say unto you. And the, and the Pharisee, the phony, said, Master, say on. He said, there was a certain creditor which had two debtors. The one owed 500 pence, the other owed 50. Hang with me. When they had nothing to pay, he frankly forgave both of them. The one owed a lot, one owed a little. Tell me, therefore, which of them will love the man the most, the one the most? Simon answered and said, I suppose to him whom he forgave what? Most. And he said, you've rightly judged. And he turned to this woman, this prostitute, Jesus did. And he says to this phony, fake religious joker, Simon, you see this woman, when I entered your house, you gave me no water for my feet. It was customary to give water for the feet. He didn't even do it. She's washed my feet with her tears and wiped them with the hairs of her head. You gave me no kiss. That's a general thing, a welcome. But this woman, since I came here, has not ceased to kiss my feet. My head with oil. You didn't anoint. This woman hath anointed my feet with ointment. You gave me no water. She gave me her tears. No expectation. She just did it. You gave me no welcome. She gave me her kisses. She didn't judge me like you did, you religious phony. Are you hearing the message? You gave me no worship. She gave me anointing. She knew she wasn't good enough. You think you're everything because you justify yourself. You getting the message real fast this morning? Seems like you are. You're quiet as a mouse. She gave her tears, not childish. She gave her kisses, no judgment. She gave her anointing, no justifying. I'm going to do it because this is right to do. I'm going to care for people because it's the right thing to do. I'm going to give my best to the little girl at McDonald's, to Charlie's kids, to my children, to Kim, to you. Why? Because it's the right thing to do. Did you hear me this morning? Keep looking. Neither she nor Jesus were really welcome there. You can invite people to your house, but that does not mean they're welcome there. Just inviting people to your house will not reach other people. You'd do far better to work on what I've talked about today before you ever invite people to your house. Did, you lo- did I lose you on that one, yes or no? And this is the kind of church we need to be, right here. We finish the story, wherefore I say unto, unto you, Simon, phony Pharisee, Her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But to whom little is forgiven, the same loves little. He said unto her, your sins are forgiven. Then they that sat at meat, other phonies, began to say within themselves, who is this that forgives sin? They didn't say it out loud, they said it inside of them, and it showed up on their face. And he said to the woman, say it with me, thy faith hath going, we're done. Capture the opportunity to give your best for others. 
You know what Jesus said to the woman? Get out of here. You're not welcome here. And you know what Jesus said? I'm not far behind you. Because I'm not welcome either. Let's thank the Lord for His Word this morning. Good message today. Good message today. That's a good message today. Praise the Lord. Amen. Come on.